Hello, good morning. It's December 11th, and this is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm so excited once again. So I heard that little voice in my head say, check your stats, check your stats. Sure enough, we've added Djibouti to our listening group. Uh, It's a small country in East Africa. So welcome, Djibouti. And we're up to 31 countries listening. We have 2,079 listeners on a daily average. We've increased our numbers in the 24 to 27 age range. I'm just excited today. So, um... Yeah, let us pray. We're going to start with the Oloris prayer. Dear God, thank you that you are a loving, gracious God. Thank you that you have offered us forgiveness and the gift of a new life with you. Thank you that your love is perfect. It never fails and that nothing can separate us from your love. We pray that our lives will be filled with the overflowing power of your love so we can make a difference in this world and bring honor to you. We ask for your help in reminding us that the most important things are not what we do outwardly. It is not based on any talent or gift, but the most significant thing we can do in this life is simply to love you and choose to love others. Lord, thank you that your love is patient Help us show patience with those around us. Lord, we thank you that your love is kind. Help us to extend kindness to others. Lord, thank you that your love does not take into account a wrong suffered. Lord, help us not to hold grudges, but to choose to forgive even when it is difficult. Lord, help us to love as you love. Fill us with your spirit so that we can choose what is best. We are weak, Lord, but we know even as we are weak, you are strong within us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you that it is not all up to us. Thank you that you equip us to face each day with the power of your love, your forgiveness, and your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Yay. And God's purpose for your life. It says, oops, (laughs) it says, powerful service. Acts 4.31, when they had prayed, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness. After his resurrection, Jesus gave the disciples the incredible assignment of reaching the whole world with the gospel. Do you think those uneducated fishermen knew what to do? Of course they didn't. They needed God's wisdom and power to proceed. So they prayed, and the Lord not only showed them what to do, but empowered them mightily for the task. When other activities began to crowd their time, the disciples made a conscious choice saying, we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. 
they committed themselves to the purpose God gave them and to the one activity that would ensure success in that mission, prayer. The apostles regarded prayer as absolutely indispensable when carrying out God's commission. In fact, all of God's most effective servants have been mighty in prayer. Their gifts and backgrounds have, have, may have been difficult, but they were all committed to listening to the Father so he could guide and empower them for the tasks they carried out. This must also be true of you. Jesus, give me the tenacity in prayer so I may know your will and power. Amen. And then living a life of faith. 2 Corinthians 5 says, We walk by faith, not by sight. First, know God and be known by Him. Walk in intimate fellowship with Him and experience His unconditional love, unwavering presence, and awesome plan daily. Second, Commit to obey Him. Submit to God without yielding to feelings or doubt or fear, especially when it comes to moving forward on important decisions or facing serious challenges. Third, be confident that God will fulfill every promise. Be willing to trust Him even though His timetable may be different from yours. Do not falter in unbelief as time passes. Remember that little faith says, God can, and great faith says, God will. But perfect faith says, God has already done it. Finally, live a lifestyle of faith. Choose what you know would honor Jesus rather than chasing after your personal desires. Are you willing to trust God to see all he will do in your life? It is when you do so that he rewards your faith with great blessing. So set your heart to know God. Obey him. Be confident he will fulfill his promises. And live a life that honors him. Because he will certainly lead you to a life at its very best. Jesus, help me to live a life of faith that honors and glorifies you. Amen. I love this. Set your heart to know God. Obey him. Be confident he will fulfill his promises and live a life that honors him because he will certainly lead you to life at its very best. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back and we'll dig more into trusting God. Take off the mask and behold his glory. Ephesians 4.15 says, let our lives lovingly express truth in all things, speaking truly, 
dealing truly, living truly. Enfolded in love, let us grow up in every way and in all things into him who is the head. It seems that many people struggle to be real. We act one way on the outside when really on the inside we are someone else. Because we have weaknesses, faults, or fears, things about ourselves that we think make us less likable or desirable, we would rather hide from other people. The danger of wearing these masks, of course, is that it misrepresents us. What other people see is a lie. It's not who we are, who we were born to be. By the time we reach adulthood, we've spent so many years hiding, we've forgotten those things about ourselves that make us different and special. What a shame, what a waste. Each of us, you, me, and every person is uniquely created by a loving Father who rejoices in our individuality. In fact, it is those distinctive things about us, not our sameness, that makes us special to Him. The little girl with freckles, the young lady with dimples, the beloved gray-headed grandmother with the sweet smile. They all stand out. They are all special. And you're special too. Sure, we have flaws. We're all less than perfect and wish we were better. But you need to know that God loves you just the way you are right now. And his love for you will never diminish. God desires that we walk in truth because only the truth will set us free. He will help us let down the defenses we've had up for so long. God knows how badly we want to fit in and be accepted. Trust him to give you favor with people instead of feeling that you must hide the real you. Learn to live truly by being genuine and real. Trust in him. God loves you, and he wants you to trust him enough to be fully who you are. Amen. Love it. And hope for each day. Rolling way back to December 11th. Okay. So it says, living in harmony. 1 Peter 3, 8. Finally, all of you live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic, love as brothers, be compassionate and humble because to this you were called. Have you ever asked yourself why some people aren't interested in becoming Christians? There are many reasons, of course, running the gamut from violent rebellion against God to ignorance of the gospel. But if you took a poll of people you pass every day on the street, many would say that the main reason they aren't attracted to Christian faith is the Christians they know. Some believers repel because with their self-righteousness, others show no love or compassion. 
still others show little concern for the world and its problems. Most of all, these observers will point out that Christians can't seem to get along with each other. Why should we believe in Christ, they say, when he doesn't seem to make any difference in the lives of his followers? Wow, these are great questions. Some of what they say isn't valid, but some of it is, and it should be a rebuke to those of us who claim to follow Christ. Our primary calling is to demonstrate to an unbelieving world the transforming love and power of Jesus Christ and to make sure others see him in you. Amen. Wow. (laughs) It's getting hot in here. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. We're just filled with the Holy Spirit, and God is good. Bow your head, close your eyes. Ah, Father, I am created in your image. Therefore, you made me to be anointed and extraordinary for your glory and not my own. In my pursuit of trust and belief, your love and kindness bless me with examples of faith. How it looks how it sounds, how it acts, not just in your word, but also in my life. I marvel at how changing my thoughts from the natural to supernatural produce a God solution, a divine response, an answer by faith. Faith always looks like what I cannot accomplish within my own ability. When you assign a specific task to me, The more complicated the responsibility, the more I need to stay connected to you for an outcome. As you create the image in my mind, I realize my work is always faith. Yours is the final result. Father, I thank you for giving me words that echo encouragement within my spirit. You remind me in Matthew 17, 20, that faith the size of a mustard seed yields tremendous results. This scripture ministers to me and I stay strengthened by your word, which leads me to another level of trust and assurance in you. I thank you for showing me faith is always a now behavior every day, regardless of the size of the circumstance, faith is the weapon that defeats the adversary. My awareness of this is very simple. Belief is becoming an intricate part of my prayer life and my daily walk. As I act by faith, you provide the victory. So Father, I thank you for removing the labor of worry from my life and teaching me the transforming power of faith. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Psalm 31. Oh, love the Lord, all you his saints. 
for the Lord preserves the faithful and fully repays the proud person. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. All you who hope in the Lord. Amen. And so the Lord said in Luke 17, 6, If you have faith as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Amen. This next saying cracks my heart. You know that. Where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need. Amen. Anyone care to test me on that? Be right back. Commanding your morning, a daily devotional. It says, let God release his power through you. God is right here with you, living inside of you, ready to release his kingdom through you. Every believer is equipped with an arsenal of incredible life-altering and world-changing power. For those who rightly esteem the privilege of assessing God's armory of possibilities. Each word spoken through or by that person holds enormous innovative potential, creative and recreative power. Father, I decree and declare today that I am anointed for this time and season. I have been empowered by the Holy Spirit to pray with authority and to fulfill my destiny. Spirit of God, I release you to move freely in my life. I decree and declare that I see no impossibilities. I see only more chances for you to show your strength on my behalf. In the name of Jesus, amen. Yay. And God's way day by day, this book is always hiding from me, <laughs> and it always has something great to say. It says, give love away. Matthew 22, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You cannot love others unless you have a love for yourself that is rooted in God's love for you. A proper, healthy love for oneself leads a person to be generous and giving toward others. The person who walks wisely knows that God has loved him even though he did nothing to deserve that love. And therefore, he is much more likely to reach out with love to others even though they may have done nothing to deserve his love. Amen. And God's promises day by day 1 Corinthians 2.9 says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, 
No mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. Paul simply means we cannot outdream God. What is at the end of our personal journeys? Something beyond our wildest imagination. And I know some of you have a wild imagination. Here's the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Thank you, Lord, for your tender care. Today and tomorrow, we know you'll be there. Thank you, Lord, for every plight. Thank you, Lord, it will turn out right. Thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, in every way. Psalm 145, one generation praises your deeds to the next and proclaims your mighty works. Amen. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in all circumstances give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. And that's 1 Thessalonians 5. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Come back tomorrow. We'll do it again. Djibouti, welcome. 31 countries listening. God is good. God is good. God is good. (laughs) Bye for now.